0: engagement strategy is nothing more than the things you do in order to get a desired result from your audience. You're listening to small minded, the podcast that believes being small is a good thing. Because small steps lead to big impact. Small towns have a big heart and small businesses play a big role in our modern way of life. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and here at Small-Minded, we share stories and strategies to help small towns and small businesses flourish. Here's to a life well-lived, being small-minded. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Small-Minded Podcast here with Molly Knuth of Molly Knuth Media. Today's episode is going to be short and sweet, and I think you're going to love it. But here's the caveat it's going to be short and sweet because I have some homework for you today. So I'm going to walk you through the what to do's, the how to's, and the why it's important. And then after this episode, you're going to leave, set a 15 minute timer, and you're going to put it to work. Got it? All right, let's dig in. So, I know that a lot of the teaching I do here on the solo casts of the Small Minded Podcast and over on Molly Knuth Media, if you're following there, is teaching you the ins and outs of social media marketing for your small town or your small business. We focus on a lot of the flashy side, if you will. So those things that get our visibility boosted and gain eyeballs for our accounts. So things like how to make a reel how to use hashtags appropriately on Instagram, how to show up in a live video on Facebook. We cover all the things and I give you specifics and actionable steps for how to do that. But in reflecting on the teaching I've been doing and what I wanna do going forward in 2021, I realized that I was leaving out a key component of getting your social media to be successful. Engagement. And I know that engagement is not the flashy side, so maybe that's why I haven't spent so much specific time teaching and instructing on it, but engagement, those dealings, those interacting with your audience, that's what makes the difference from an account that is used as a virtual pamphlet or a billboard, a one-way street advocating all of the cool things you do and all the awesome stuff you sell, versus creating that relationship with your followers that two-way street where you're interested in them, you're actively seeking out what they need help with and how you can help them solve those problems and answer those questions for themselves and showing up to create community online. Engagement is the difference maker. So, in today's episode, I'm going to give you some overarching concepts for engagement strategies you can use and some tactical tips because you know I love those tactical action steps. But let's dig in first to what an engagement strategy is. Now, just like with any business that you're going to encounter, there are always going to be these keywords and phrases that are jargon, right? It's those things that people in the industry say to one another, and they know what they're talking about. But from the outside looking in, if you're not using that language every day, you can be kind of like, huh, what? (laughs) So engagement strategy is nothing more than the things you do in order to get a desired result from your audience. That's it. So an engagement strategy could be as simple as going out and liking a whole bunch of posts from other people. And that's how you start your day on Instagram. You engage first, and then you go and create your content. Another engagement strategy might be to create an Instagram story where you ask people their opinion on two things. So you can put out a poll on an engagement or an Instagram story and say, do you like this or do you like that? And whatever gets the most votes is what you create content around. Another engagement strategy could simply be to ask a question of your audience on Facebook, say, what do you want me to teach on this week? Get some comments and then you teach to that. So Again, engagement strategies sound like a fancy concept, but really it's just those things we do in order to get a desired result from our audience. And I think of this as nothing different than you would do if you're leading a group or trying to start something new in your small town or getting your family motivated to clean up the basement. Just me? Okay. (laughs) But if you want somebody to participate, If your desire is to get some traction around an idea or a new incentive, then you're going to have to take some steps yourself in order to get some conversation happening, in order to get excitement built up, in order to build momentum around this thing that you're doing. So just like if you are launching a 5K in your town, you're going to do some proactive marketing. You're going to reach out and see if it's something that people are interested in. You might talk to someone in a running club or just someone you know who likes to run. Get some ideas from them. Talk to them. Like You're going to kind of stoke the fires and get the idea out there before you actually say, hey, this is the date we're having this 5K. I don't know if anybody around here runs. I don't know if anybody's going to sign up, but I'm going to do it all anyway. You're likely going to get some preliminary research done. Then you're going to kind of do a slow reach out. You're going to reach out to the people that you know have key interest in your project or your idea. And then you're going to get their opinion, get their take, and also kind of use them to help you spread the word to their community. Correct? That's the same thing we're doing with these engagement strategies online for our businesses. So I don't want you to think engagement strategies have to be this certain set of steps or this certain fancy practice, if you think about it like how you would bring in a new idea to your town, or even to your family, and how you would get people excited about something, that's the way I want you to think about these engagement producing strategies online, okay? So let's bridge that gap. We're going to go from the 5k idea over to our Facebook or our Instagram marketing and the steps I want you to start taking and the engagement strategies I want you to be utilizing online. So again, we want Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, the social platform that you're choosing to show up in for your brand or your business to be a two-way street. People show up on social media for a few different reasons. A, they want to be entertained. So maybe they are bored and they just want something to do. So they're scrolling their phone. Maybe they are looking for an answer to a problem. So they're searching YouTube for a how to or a Facebook watch for a how to. Or maybe they have a question in their business that they didn't even know could be solved in an Instagram post, but they're there scrolling and they're following you because they know that you're an expert and an authority in the field. They might also be coming there for an emotional outlet. Maybe they are going through something in their personal life and they're following accounts who also represent that emotional life state or the season of life that they're going through. So when people follow you or follow other accounts, and they're showing up on social, it's usually for one of those reasons. They also may be looking for things like buying things like that. But those educational needs, those entertainment needs, those emotional needs are going to be things that they're coming to social media for. And they're looking for answers, solutions, or just that general feeling of, oh my gosh, that is me. That person gets me. So when we show up on social, our posts can help us connect with our audience in those ways. But I argue that engaging is going to be an even stronger connection with your audience. And Beyond just post with words or a photo that they connect with and share to their stories or share to their personal profile on Facebook, if you take the time to like a post of that person who is in your following, comment thoughtfully on their own posts, send them a DM and thank them for being here, that is going to be a super strong brand advocacy for you and it's going to create a super personal connection with that audience member. Because they're going to see that you see them. They're going to feel that connection. They're going to know that on the other side of that screen is not just a business or a brand that is only out to get sales. They are there to connect with their customers. And as small town people, we know that we are here to help others and that it is really important for us to show up and help the people in our communities, whether it's in real life or digital we are a lot of us showing up because we want to help others. And if we can connect with them in a real way and show our audience that we care beyond the screen, that is going to do so much in creating relationships and those long-lasting partnerships and that know, like, and trust that will ultimately get you business growth, but also those brand evangelists who love what you're doing and want to tell their friends about it. So, all of this is like the mentality I want you to be thinking in. So, we've kind of run the gamut. We want to be showing up on a two-way street that shows that we care and that we're real people. We want to make sure that we're connecting with people when they show up online because they're coming there for entertainment, education, or emotional support. We want to make sure that we're thinking about these engagement strategies those things we do to get the desired action or return from our audience in a way that we would approach getting our family on board this new idea or getting our town behind this new idea or organization or event or concept that we're planning. We're doing all of the same stuff online when we implement these next action steps that I'm going to introduce. Now, before I go through the action steps, I want you to know that there is a space online that you can go to on mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. And if you click into this episode, you will get the show notes. And here in the show notes, you will get two things. First of all, you're gonna get a graphic that has all of these action steps outlined. You can print it off, keep it in your office, set it next to your desk, or just save it to your desktop so that you can reference it quickly. And it has all of the 15 best engagement producing strategies that I like to utilize in my business. So you can just reference that as a quick guide. That's in the show notes of today's episode. The other thing in the show notes of today's episode that will help you with these engagement strategies is a link. So when you click that link, you're going to drop in your email address and then it will send you directly to your inbox a checklist of engagement producing strategies. And it's day by day by day broken down. So We have the graphic that has my 15 best strategies. And then we've got this freebie printable that's going to break down those strategies into daily practices that you can check off, follow, and then start to create habits around this in your daily um, social media usage. All right. But I just wanted you to know that we have these references so you don't have to like jot it down really fast. You do have access to that on mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. Click in today's episode. And then you can access these reference materials. Okay, so we understand the concept behind why we need to do this engagement producing strategies. We know that we want to show up as people. We want to connect with our audience because it creates lasting relationships there. And it creates a community of people online. So how do we exactly do that, Molly? Well, here's what we're going to do. So remember at the beginning, I said, immediately after we get off of this short episode, you're going to set a timer for 15 minutes. This is an idea that I got from my friend, Socially Jordan. She was on the podcast a few weeks ago, so you can go check out her episode later on. She introduced me to this concept of setting a timer and being intentionally engaging. So some things that I like to do when I'm using this intentional engagement time are the following. First of all, I make sure that I am looking through my feed and liking, commenting, or sharing the posts that resonate with me and that I know will be helpful for my audience. So if it's something that I like and I'm like, oh, that's a really good post, I might just like it. If it's something that made me stop and think, then I might leave a thoughtful comment and say, hey, thank you for introducing me to this concept. Thank you for taking the time to make this piece of content. I really enjoyed it. But if it's something I know that is going to benefit my audience, that's when I take the time to share it out. And I'll share it either on Facebook, I'll share it to either my personal feed or my business feed, or on Instagram, I'll share it to my stories. And then I typically leave a caption that bridges the gap between what I took from it and what I hope my audience takes from it. So it might just be a sentence or two, but it helps my audience understand what I hope they glean from this post. So the first couple minutes of that 15-minute block, I'm just scrolling, and I am looking for those posts, those stories, those videos that I resonate with and that I want to like, comment, or share with. All right? Simple enough, right? Good. So that's the first step of your 15-minute intentional engagement time. Now, the next part of that engagement time is like phase two, if you will. I am going out and I am being intentionally supportive of those businesses that I know I want to engage with or those accounts or those followers that I want to be a cheerleader for. So on Facebook and on Instagram, there are a couple ways you can do this. So I look through people either in my local area or in my industry that I want to be connected with. So if they're a female business owner who falls into my ideal audience Then maybe I, and I've heard of their name, what I can do on Instagram, on Facebook is go to their profile. On Instagram, it's like a little bell next to their name if I'm following them. And if I click that, I can set it up so that when they post something, I get a notification so that I make sure I engage with that post. On Facebook, it's similar. So at the top, after you've liked their page, you have an option to click on this. I believe it's just like a little icon of a person. And if you click on that, you can set it up. So it defaults to just like randomly showing up in your newsfeed whenever the algorithm determines that their post is relevant to you. Or you can select see first. And that see first, similar to what we just said about Instagram, make sure that you see the post from that account right away when they have anything new that they've released. And that's important because if there are accounts in your town, or in your industry that you want to make sure that you're networking with and crossing paths with regularly, you want to make sure that you're intentionally reaching out to them, not waiting for them to come to you. So when you have those notifications set up, you can see their new posts, their new stories, their new videos, and you can do intentional liking, commenting, and cheering them on so that you start that relationship. Similar to if there's someone in your town who just moved there, you want to make friends with them, You're not going to sit in your house and wait for them to come up and greet you. You might go and leave a little card in their mailbox. Then maybe a week later, you leave cookies on their front porch. Then maybe the week later, you invite them to the gathering with you. So you're doing intentional reach outs to new people in your community and real life. And you can do the same thing on Facebook and on Instagram to start making inroads and building relationships with those people that you want to intentionally connect with. So that phase two of your 15-minute time block is setting out and looking for those accounts that you know you want to be crossing paths with, that you want to be networking with. You can set up those C-First notifications, or you can just go to their profile and make sure that you're connecting and interacting with them online. All right, and then in phase three of this 15-minute time block, I am looking through my newsfeed and I am seeing if there are themes, if there are any trends happening right now. I am doing some social listening to see what my audience is talking about right now, what's important to them. And then I'm jotting down ideas for content I can create going forward. Because that third phase of this 15-minute time block is making sure that I have a finger on the pulse of what's relevant to my audience. because. It makes absolutely no sense if I am just going about my own agenda, oblivious to what my audience is worried about or they're excited about. I wanna make sure that the content I'm creating and the things that I'm speaking to are important to them at this time. And I have an idea in my head of what's important, but that could either be on target or way off of what's important to my audience. So for that last 15 minute time block, that last phase, I should say. So if we break this up into five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. So for that last five minutes of the 15-minute time block, I am just doing some social listening. I'm seeing if there's a meme that's trending right now, if there's a piece of news that is timely, like in my industry, if there's a new update in the algorithm or something that I can teach to, or I'm just going out and I'm saying, okay, what is something that people are interested in? Is there a how-to that I can help them with? Something like that. And I'm just doing some social listening to see if there are themes and trends happening right now that I can use as I make content going forward. So that's intentional engagement strategies. And it only takes 15 minutes. Now, how often do you have to do this 15-minute engagement? I do, I would probably say every other day I do something intentional like this, but also keep in mind social media is my business. So I am a little more active in it. As a small town, small business owner, if you can do this once a week, it's going to connect you to your audience in ways that are going to just be so impactful for your business. So I would say just start off by doing this once a week. Sit down, set a 15 minute timer on your phone or on a timer device that you have nearby. And again, for those first five minutes, you're just gonna go out and you're going to scroll your newsfeed and you're going to intentionally like, comment on, share. Or just interact with accounts that are meaningful to you. Okay. For the second five minutes, you're going to do some intentional outreach, connecting with accounts, brands, businesses, and people that you would love to work with, that you think would be perfect for your product or your service, that you would love to network with and collaborate with. You're going to do some intentional outreach, looking into those accounts and engaging with their own content. And then for that last five minutes, you're again going to just be scrolling. You're going to be doing some social listening. You're cluing into those trends, those timely news pieces. You're looking out for what is important and relevant to your audience right now. And you're jotting that down so that you can use it to create content that's important and relevant to your audience going forward. And that's it. Okay. So in today's episode, I hope you took away the fact that Social media marketing for small businesses is A, about the format, which is what I teach to all the time, how to create awesome content that's flashy and eye-catching and just looks great, right? But the other piece of that that is equally as important is taking this time that's behind the scenes, it's not as visible, but it is so impactful to actually reach out and engage with people in your audience create those relationships and that online community that we all want to grow. So now that we are bringing this episode to an end, I hope I kept it short and sweet enough for you to have the 15 minutes right now to turn off the podcast, set your timer, and go through that 15-minute strategy. Remember, five minutes liking, commenting, and sharing five minutes doing intentional reach out with those accounts you'd love to connect with, and five minutes of social listening and paying attention to what's important. If you do this once a week for your small business, you will see some real friendships and connections get made and I would be willing to bet some business growth as well. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here. We have a whole slate of excellent interviews and guests coming up some solo casts like this one that will give you those action steps that you're looking for. So make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. And if you had any good takeaways, if you thought this was helpful in any way, please share us with your friends. You can screenshot this and share it to Facebook or Instagram. Or if you're so inclined, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you so much for being here. And I will be back next week with even more stories and strategies for small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Small Minded Podcast, the place on the internet where we celebrate small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be forever grateful to have a review of your experience. Over on iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you tuned in today. And as always, we welcome you sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Minded Podcast or at media.com slash podcast. Please go out, make today a good one. Take a small step towards a bigger impact. Here's to a life well lived, being Small-minded.